Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Season 2, Episode 4, really Episode 59 overall, recording from the beautiful home studio in San Antonio, Texas. We have some familiar faces on the screen and some not-so-familiar faces on your screen, but we're going to do some intros in just a moment. I'm your favorite host, Ernest Silva, at The Sport Gene is where you can find me on any social platform, and of course, we are featured and powered by the mothership Blue Collar Media Group, where you can find some great videos, podcasts, stories on your favorite football, basketball, anything kind of teams or sport in general, www.bluecollarmg.com. And importantly, if you're getting those bets on Thrive Fantasy, one of our featured sponsors for this episode, www.thrivefantasy.com, where you can place your sports bets and win tons of money, like my friend Kenny, like my friend Davis. Let's jump in it. Let's hear the announcer and get your night or morning started. And now, tonight's starting lineup. Off right. From Bali, Indonesia, commissioner of the ITL Dynasty League, wrestling expert and beverage connoisseur, always coming in late, Twitter handle at Dre2124, Dre Rogers will be joining us. He did have a customized intro. He's going to hate me for it, but I will find it for the next episode. Sorry. <laughs> All right. From Pittsburgh, co-host of the Puckleheads podcast and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group, Twitter handle at Steel Curtain, P-E-H, the man with the most interesting name in the world, Just Paul. What's happening, boys? Uh, we might catch a live Zoom beating of a DoorDash driver here in a minute if they don't show the fuck <laughs> up with my food. <laughs> That's fun. But hey, I got Davis in the in the fantasy league this week, so my week's made already. And that advertisement brought to you by Uber Eats. If you can't trust your DoorDash driver, go with Uber. All right, from Wagner, co-captain of the BCMG stream team and running the ship right now, our college football expert at Ddog underscore one one two three, Davis Cordova. What's up, guys? Um, not a good day today. The Cubs lost to the Marlins. They can't hit the ball at all but it's fine because osu whooped uh paul's mountaineers so it's all good and the shit talking continues between the two uh on the opposite side of the spectrum when it comes to age but still battling here we go from regina co-host of the the frostbite sports podcast at frostbite pod joining us making his itl debut jet folk what is up, everybody? I'm fired up for tomorrow's game. We got Jets. We got Broncos. We're going to see a lot of punts for the brand. Let's go. Adam Gates' high-powered offense. That's what we're going to watch. Wow. Some Thursday night football kickoff. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Let's talk about another newbie on the screen from North Battleford. Joining us from the Boomtown podcast at Andrew Kahn. Andrew Kahn. What's up, boys? How are you guys? Doing good, man. We're excited to have you on. I love your hat. Hey, 
Cowboys for life. Got the Zeke jersey hanging oh. up. You will dazzle one hanging up over here. We're good. We're good. This is perfect. Paul, I'll be Paul, honest. Paul, this might have been a bad idea. ITL That's season. Hard. ITL season one was full of Patriots, and now we have four. We're getting full of Cowboys. I know. I'm I miss. I miss season one. We had a lot more Patriots fans on here. We're you gotta talk to your people, Steve. You gotta talk to your people. All right. Another familiar face on the middle of your screen from Regina, the host of the Shooter Shoot podcast, leading an NFL pick'em, and he's proud of it at Shooter Shoot Pod. Kenny Cotterell. How's it going, fellas? Just here to drop some knowledge tonight. You know, hope you got your notebooks ready. Gosh, let me tell you, Davis is not intimidated. Davis only down by a game, and we'll go over records in just a second. One game. We'll go go over record. Well, let's talk about the last member that's on your screen from Boston, the co-host of ITL, the host of Slightly Biased that does exist, and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group. You voted and named him your general Los Angeles Browns favorite son. Twitter handle at Reisner underscore Steven, the general Steve Reisner. Jesus Christ, that really is a long fucking intro, huh? I'm telling you, it really is. I haven't even included the Boston Bandit. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are the Boston Bandit that you made up on your own. What's going on, <laughs> fellas? Uh, Kenny sucks. <laughs> That's it. That, that, yeah, that was actually kind of nice. Think you can at least be clever with it. Oh, <laughs> that Those was very cool. Call me at a bad time. Those are your network <laughs> champion, ideal sports scientists, and we have a three-round episode for you today. Round one, the news, read all about it, will be featured around the NBA and fantasy football. Then round two, the famous NFL Pick'em, where you can get a chance to earn a $25 gift card by beating our sports scientists in Pick'em. And then we'll end round three with our rapid-fire picks on just the money line. Let's jump right into it with round one. Let's hear the bell. Round one. League news and updates. That's the start of round one. And Kenny's on cloud nine for round one because we're going to go right into the NBA where he is feeling like it's our, the, the, the trophy's already over there in L.A. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the BCMG stream team. They'll be streaming again this week. You can see Davis Cordova on your screen, myself. Kenny sometimes will be on there. We'll be streaming. You'll, you'll catch Steve and Paul on there commenting on there. We will talk football. We'll talk any sport, and we'll be talking about what we're doing on the game. Go follow us on www.twitch.com slash the sport gene or slash ddog underscore one, one, two, three, and you can catch us streaming and catch us on some wins. Davis, any wins in the past week? Uh, not on the stream, but two days ago, got a solo dub with 10 kills. There you go, solo dub there, Davis. And as did, he says, we get, that, we get to hear his signature catchphrase. What's that signature catchphrase, Davis? Get out of here, kid! <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! That that's we hear that. That's Davis. Davis will be yelling that. Um, all right, so let's talk NBA hoops. I see Dre is joining us with the signature "Go Pack Go." We did your intro, Dre. I promise. All right, so we we have. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Lakers walking their way into the NBA Finals. We have the Miami Heat walking their way into the NBA Finals. I'm sorry, Celtics fans who follow us, they did. Kenny, I'm going to start with you from the West. Talk to us a little bit about the Los Angeles Lakers and their mindset going into the NBA Finals. Uh, the Lakers, I'm kind of shocked that they're here, if I'm being perfectly honest. Throughout the year, I really doubted whether or not they would get enough help from the other players in order for them to make the NBA Finals, but uh, when you get to avoid the LA Clippers, that that is always a huge plus. 
Um, it, AD and LeBron have been incredible all year, but it's been the play of guys like Rondo in the playoffs that have really helped them elevate their game. Uh, I think defensively they look pretty solid. If Danny Green starts hitting threes like he normally does in the finals, then, then I think they're in for a good series. But I'm not taking Miami lightly. They've been phenomenal all year long and uh, should be a really good NBA Finals. That's perfect. And coming from the east side, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to you, Steve. Uh, the Heat took out the Boston Celtics. I know you watch each minute of that game intently. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the Miami Heat. What do they have to do, and what is their mindset going into this, uh, going against LeBron in the finals? Uh, I have to correct you. You said the Heat walked into the finals. I, that wasn't a walk by any means. They went down by at least 14 points in every game, and they clawed their way back in the game. And, yes, I'm going to say it. They beat the Boston Celtics, not because they had more talent, but because they played harder and they played with more balls, and that's exactly what they need to keep doing against L.A. I don't think they can do it, but I didn't think they could beat the Celtics. I didn't think they could beat the Bucs. So I definitely stand corrected. They clawed their way back against the Celtics and 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 won that series. If 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 we look at their path, four zero four one four two. The only way I'm going to pick the Heat is in seven for the finals because I'd like to see a four zero four one four two four three. But we're not going to go there in picks yet. Not yet. Um, I'm going to open up to the floor. Uh, what does Miami have to do to win in the NBA Finals? And, and anybody can chime in here first on this discussion. Pay off the referees. Um, I'll jump in. Uh, I think the uh, I think Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero they have to stay more consistent because the, the last two games there they switched off. Uh, first Tyler Hero flaming the Celtics and then Duncan Robinson shooting like what was it four or five threes last game. Uh, if those two can stay more consistent, they can keep this an even series. Let me uh, also ask on the floor, who has the better point guard right now, Los Angeles or Miami? Oh, Miami by a mile. Goran Dragic is just a freak right now. And, uh, I don't know. If, oh, 100%. Well, and and if it's LeBron. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Let's just let's just Rondo. call let's just call LeBron a small forward for now. Let's just call him a small forward. Okay, for then Miami time. easily. Here's Miami. the thing: if if Goran Dragic can slow down Rondo's pace, if Crowder yeah. can do any form of defense on LeBron, whatever it takes, I I know that you're probably not going to stop him, but you're going to at least try to hold him to thirty if you can. And if Bam Adebayo can come and be one of the best defensive players in the league, like he has been all year, and maybe hold AD a bit, suddenly the ball is in the hands of guys like Kuzma. That's trouble for the Lakers. Now we talk about a deep bench. Miami has a very deep rotation. They go about 10, 10 people strong. LA is going about eight or nine deep. But I think a big question that I have for this, for this series is going to be who guards AD for Miami's side? Because they are smaller. They are a smaller team. Do you, do you stick Bam there, or is Bam going to stay on the big? Um, you know, Paul, what do you think? Do you think Miami will switch up their lineup? I know L.A., just from being a Rockets fan, they're multidimensional. They can go small and play the small ball on Miami's level if, they, if it's not clicking. Um, or do, do they keep the big men in, and, and uh, keep, who guards A.D.? I think Bam guards A.D. Um, I think you throw Bam and Crowder at him and hope to contain him. If those two can go even with him, then you got a chance to win the game. Sweet. I'm going to go back over to Kenny. Kenny, is this a must-win series for LeBron and his legacy? 
No, I, I think ultimately when it comes to overall case for the GOAT, you can pick any number of players, whether it's MJ, LeBron, Kareem, it's all completely subjective. Those who have watched him play understand his greatness. I mean, he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's been a pleasure to watch his career. Um, ultimately, I mean, he still went to, what is it, nine finals in 10 years? Like his legacy is still going to be strong, whether he wins this finals or not. Could it take a slight hit if they lose to Miami? Possibly, but there's a lot of other good teams that lost to Miami this year. So we shouldn't be taking them lightly. It'll all depend on his performance. If he has like a Dallas meltdown again, yes, it's going to hurt his legacy. Do I see that happening? No, not a chance. I think he's way past that. And I think they're going to win the series anyways. So his legacy is going to be fine. I'd like to add a little social commentary to it because I feel like win or lose, people that think LeBron's the GOAT are going to continue to think LeBron's the GOAT and people that think Jordan's the GOAT are just going to continue to think Jordan's the GOAT. I don't think that this one really impacts anybody's views. They're still going to point to finals record. Like, they're going to be like, oh, we only went four four and six. Like, really? Like, okay, well, he still went to 10 in the free agency era. Like, still pretty special. And he lost to all-time great teams. So, will it be an asterisk if they were to win, let's say four-one, and they go four-one in every single series in this in this postseason? Will there be an asterisk on this thing? Well, obviously, it wasn't a real postseason. It didn't. It 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 wasn't as what what was a term that Scotty Pippen used? It's pickup basketball right now in the bubble. I, I mean, that's a stretch, Scotty. But but what is there an asterisk on this season if they really walk in the park in the finals? I don't chip think so. is a chip is a chip is a chip. Yeah, there ain't no asterisk on play the game. A ring is a ring. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the play is probably elevated a bit more because you don't have like a like the visiting team. Usually, feel the same. They, they don't. Yeah, the Lakers also have would the, have had home court the entire playoffs. So, I mean, the crowd would have been on their side for the majority of their games. Yep. So the fact that they're doing it with no crowd, I think, is just a testament to how good now, they are. Now, now here's also, the real question. Would the Heat be in the finals if this was the regular postseason? Probably not. Well, Probably no, they, not. they wouldn't have had the – they wouldn't have had home court for pretty much anything outside of the first series, yeah. Right. They would have had to oh. go to Milwaukee, and that would have been a really tough out. Yeah. What were we going to say, Andrew? I, mean, I think for a lot of the – I think for a lot of people that are watching it don't understand or the people that make the homework comments of like, hey, this doesn't count. There's an asterisk beside each of these. It's like the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, these guys have been away from their families for so fucking long that it must, you know, like I don't understand the logic of sports fans who don't think that this doesn't matter to them. They sacrificed everything to be out there to win a title. Don't tell me it doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's almost, I think it's almost harder. This was to me, get rid of the, I think this is almost harder to do than a regular postseason. You have no comforts of home. You have no, uh, you know, it, everything was equal. The whole entire thing was equal. The, you know, the, you shot on the same rims. You practiced in the same gyms. Like, um, there was just none of that. So, in my mind, it's just – it might be even harder to do this. Completely agree. All right, let's get a pulse check. How many of y'all don't have the Lakers winning in the NBA Finals right now? Okay, so we got two. We, the two new guys have have the Heat winning. Andrew, who do you, what do you have the Heat winning in? Uh, I got him in seven. I just think Jimmy B has been a monster these playoffs. I think the team has really bounced around him. And we've seen different teams in, in history go with great 
I want to say like teammates almost run around a guy, you know what I mean? And I feel like the Heat really want to win this for Jimmy B. Just what he's been with in his career. And I think Jimmy B, you look at practices, he's wearing uh hero's jersey and stuff like that. They're just they're vibing. I like it. I uh I think they can force a game seven. I like uh Jets take on the defensive side of things. I think if you go Crowder and uh and and uh, on on who do you call it on uh, Anthony Davis, it'll make a big difference too. Yeah, so talking about Bam Adebayo there in that last part. Yeah, yeah. Jet, you said you said Heat have a, have are gonna win it in your book. What what is the series count and why? Uh, well, it's gonna have to be six because you're not gonna beat LeBron in Game Seven. So I'm gonna go Heat and six. Um, reason being is because I think that those guys that I mentioned defensively can step up and do the jobs that they have to. At very least, I trust in uh, Dragic and Bam Adebayo to do so. Um, and then, as uh, David Davis had mentioned. I think uh, guys like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson could really swing the tides of the series because they can drop the kind of threes that the Lakers simply can't. And it's going to take a heroic effort, in my, opinion, <clears throat> in my opinion, for the Lakers to actually win this series. Perfect, perfect. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's get out of the NBA Finals and let's talk about NBA in general. I do want to talk about one topic and that's Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers released as the Los Angeles Clippers head coach. He is gone. It was a mutual decision. At least was what the team has reported. Doc seemed to be a little peeved by it. But let's talk about fit, right? There are a lot of teams looking for new head coaches. Um, and I'm going to go around the room and talk about where you guys think Doc ends up and let me give it a two-part question. Where does he end up, and what would have been the best fit for him right now in the current NBA? I'm going to start with you, Paul. I like Philly for both of them. Um, it, you know, they've had Brett Brown there forever, and I think it just lacks structure. And I think Doc could bring that to them. Um, they need a steady hand there, uh, somebody to write this ship, uh, follow the process. Well, They've been following the process, and it's not getting them any farther than they were. It's called trusting um, the process, not following. Trusting. <laughs> whatever. Trusting the process. But we've talked about this since Boston, about what, what was going to happen in, with Embiid and Simmons. I mean, if you give them uh, basically a Hall of Fame coach in Doc Rivers and it don't work, then you got, you got to start thinking some other way. Yep. Going over to you, Steve, where does Doc end up? Uh, I love and hate uh, the Philly landing spot that uh, Paul just said. Uh, I think that's a great landing spot for him. I think it would be great for Embiid and Simmons, and it would give you the full telltale, like Paul said, of whether or not you can really build around those guys. I just personally hate to see Doc Rivers coaching the Sixers, having to root for Doc Rivers to suck at life and all that. <laughs> Um, wow. But yeah, I, I, I can see that. I think, I think that's a great landing spot for him. I just really, really hate it. All right. All right. Andrew, what about you? Do you have any take on Doc going anywhere? I agree with the gentlemen that have already stated it. I think the 76ers really? are a perfect fit for that guy. Okay. All right. Uh, let me go, Jet. Jet, who do you have? Where's Doc going? Okay. So there's two parts to this answer. The first part is if I had to absolutely pick where I think he's going to end up, it is the Sixers. But if I were Doc, I'd be highly considering the New Orleans Pelicans because you'd have serious job security for at least the first three years of your job. And you'd have potential to build a dynasty. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that Davis going to you. I'm keeping Kenny last. All right. There is 
I'm going to answer this three-part question, all right? Where I want him to end up is the OKC Thunder, okay? How would that storyline be going when the Clippers give up all their first-rounders and they give them their coach? So that, that would be pretty funny. Um, where I think he would end up, I think Dan Tony's already going to the 76ers. Uh, so I think Doc Rivers gives it a run in New Orleans, like Jet said. And what was the other one? Philly. Where he should end up? Yeah, where he should end up. What's the uh, best yeah, fit Philly. for him? Puzzle piece. Wise. Philly's the best fit, but I think Dan Tony's already going there, so. Will, Will says that, that the Hawks are going to the finals next year with Doc. So um, take that for what it's worth. Kenny, let me get your Doc take. Uh, I think he's going to end up going to Philly. I think that it's a terrible career decision on his part because I would not want to get wrapped up in that, especially if it doesn't work because then you're stuck with Al Horford and Tobias Harris for the next like three years. And those are just two people that you don't want to get stuck with. Um, At how much like- money? Yeah, I'd like to to see him in Indiana, but I don't think it'll happen because it's not an attractive enough situation for him. Like they're going to struggle to land a big name coach. Um, Best fit wise, it's probably the Pelicans because he's great at managing uh, personalities and he's great at managing egos and they may run into that issue with all of these young stars. And so I think he's probably best to manage a guy like Zion. Uh, also guys like Lonzo. So New Orleans makes the most sense, but he'll probably end up in Philly because they're probably the most win now team that needs a coach. Yeah, those are great takes. I think I'm going further West. I think a family reunions in the works. I could see him in Houston for sure. Him and uh, Austin together makes so much Austin sense. Austin going to be me. in the NBA. Yeah. He's still, he's still with our team. He's still <laughs> oh, with our team. Sorry. I didn't yeah. realize he still played. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't see from his rotation minutes, but Doc would make that change. So Doc and Austin leading the Rockets, uh, that would, that would we make We have an over-under on how many times Doc can coach his son in the NBA, because I think we should set it at two and a half. Yeah, no, I, there, would, there would definitely be a tandem going, going in their spot if, if, if he were to leave. Um, realistically, though, I, I really do think MDA is going to end up in Philly. I think that's going to happen. I think there's kind of a marriage there um, with the attraction of trying to bring James Harden to Philly, and I don't even know how that's going to work. It'd, be, it'd probably be a Harden and Embiid in exchange because we all know they're all about Simmons over there. So that would be a weird transition. Um, but anyways, so um, where he fits though, I think he does fit Philly. Um, I think that's a great piece. I actually would like to see him in OKC too. I think that would be awesome if he went to OKC to have all those pieces and then see what they get for CP3 this off season. Um, I didn't think about the New Orleans, uh, the New Orleans uh, team there and, and coaching Zion. That's actually a pretty intriguing piece. Uh, before I go to the next topic, Dre, do you have a take on where Doc ends up? What are we talking about? Doc Rivers. Where does he coach next year? Who? What? What is? What is uh, Doc Rivers? Uh, you, you've been talking about something called N- NBA, I think. Uh-huh. Uh I don't. I don't really know what that is. All I know is the Astros are in the playoffs. They are in the playoffs. That's what we should be talking about. And they won. That's the important thing here. That's the main topic of the show. I went down the street and banged a couple of trash cans in lieu of the win today. So that was was my my highlight. Uh, But 
I agree. Thank you, Dre, for that for that uh, that bring in there. The Astros have won their series against the Twins. Of course, the Twins haven't won a game in 18 playoff games, so uh, take that for what it's worth. Um, but thanks, Dre, for the doc take. I appreciate it. Uh, before we move on from our NBA segment, uh, I'm getting a transmission here, and it's kind of weird. Um, let me see who this is from. And Steve, are you sending me something, Steve? Is this you? This is weird. What is this? I am Steve Reisner, the Burner account. And I say that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be traded for Oladipo and a first. Because (laughs) Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum suck. And we should hire Doc Rivers back because he has brought us the NBA Finals. (laughs) True. Wow, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. This looks like this was Steve's burner account that sent me this. That that's so a strange. Is, is that burner account butthole or red? I'm just I glad someone said it. Finally, finally, someone said it. I have no idea. Dre, do you have anything to say? Or do you send me the burner account Steve takes? <laughs> He's yeah. laughing away. I, I don't. Is that you? No, he says it's not him. Steve, you've got somebody on your behalf talking Ooh. trash about your guys. I don't know. That, that, that's, that's a weird way to end that NBA segment. More to come because I have another one that was just sent in as well, an NFL take. So we'll get into the NFL news. God knows what that's going to be about. But let's, let's switch gears to fantasy football. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, Dre, you missed the opening segment. I was looking – all over for your intro video, buddy. I can't find it. I am so sorry. If you could send it over to me again, I promise you it will be included into the episode. I am, I have failed you. Hey, why Let's, does Dre have an intro video? So Dre got Dre and Dre. If you want to talk about why you have an intro video, go ahead, buddy. Get, get off mute and tell the world. Oh God, never mind. <laughs> so, so Ernest, Ernest, for all of you that are on the show, gave us homework a couple of episodes back and he said that he wanted us to make a video introducing ourselves which obviously nobody has done because nobody cares and nobody listens to Ernest but I did it Trey, I turned Trey, in my Trey, homework Trey, we all did and those there videos. you go it's not what they were for they weren't for they weren't for the episodes it's but Dre, Dre's video is really good from. I got to see it and I really like it I just don't know where it is Dre and I can't believe there I, was I, I must have it in my side drive because I was looking everywhere in my emails. But if you could Steve, send it to me. Just, just for your info, there was two videos that you were supposed to make. One, which Ernest asked like three weeks prior to the contest because he thought it would be cool to take the show to the next level and have cool intros, which since you never listened to Ernest, you obviously have no clue about it. You partner up with me because you live (laughs) in a different universe. uh, uh, uh. (laughs) That's okay. Let's go to the fantasy segment. I do have some sad news, though. We did not make the final top 10 for the next great podcast. I know... All of you are waiting for the news, but we did not make it. We were top 10%, though. 
uh, I, I got to message some of the producers that were doing it and they said we were in the top 50. So that's kind of exciting. Um, they just wanted something that was a little bit more dramatic and they picked a, a dramatic out of Austin, Texas, which um, I was reading their synopsis and it's nothing of what we do. But it was cool to know that we made the top 50. They, we were one of those final podcast covers that they were choosing from. So kudos to the team. Better luck next time. Don't worry, guys. There's tons of contests out there. Um, but we will we will continue to uh, uh, get out there and manscape. You're in our crosshairs. Let's talk fantasy football. A lot of you are are trying to figure out who am I playing this week? Are the Texans, Vikings, Steelers, and and Titans actually playing this week? What's going to happen with all that, um, guys? I'm going to ask you guys to give some people some streaming options at at at, a, at quarterback, wide receiver, and and running back this week that you think are great streams of the week. And I'm going to start this one off with Paul. Paul, do you have any streams of the week that you think our listeners should be targeting or should be looking at? I mean, we're in a position in our chop league with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So um, I think that Nick Foles is a way to go. If Nick Mullins starts for San Francisco, that could be another good streaming option, you know, for the week. Um, but man, it, it, it's, it's rough. I, I don't know what, I don't know what this situation is going to turn out to be. Um, that's who I, that's the two streamers I like that are probably available on your waiver wire. Maybe, maybe somebody picked up Foles in your league. Um, but they're probably available. All right, let me switch it over to Davis. Davis, if you had to pick a stream of the week for you at one of those top three positions, as people are kind of scrambling tonight, what would be one of the one or two uh, streaming options you would decide? Um, I don't know in many leagues if he's picked up already, but uh, Justin Jefferson uh, went off last week. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna have more uh, more receiving yards, more more targets throughout the next coming weeks because they're they're trying to find a replacement for Stephon Diggs. Um, also, look at who do I have right here? Uh, I'm gonna go to tight end real quick. Dalton Schultz of the Dallas Cowboys replacing Blake Jarwin. He gave me uh, he gave me decent fantasy points last week, but I think they're trying to get him more involved to where uh, they, they can rely on the tight end more. Uh, when they played Atlanta, they, he had 22 fantasy points. That, that's a lot. So, those Perfect. are my two. Perfect. Switching over to the fantasy guru, Jet Folk. Jet, talk to us about some streaming options for this week. Uh, well, at quarterback, I know this might sound crazy, but I thoroughly believe in it. I think you could take a shot on a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Buda Baker just went down for the Arizona Cardinals. And Robbie Anderson is a burner. If you, uh, if you need a touchdown or two that's probably going to go deep, I'd imagine that's going to be the one. Carolina is going to be playing from behind and throwing the ball all game. Uh, as for flex play, I think you could maybe put, uh, put your eyes on a guy like uh, Zach Pascal. Uh, Michael Pittman was actually just injured for the Colts and that puts Pascal right into the WR2 situation. T.Y. Hilton has had significant issues getting anything going so far this season and Phil Rivers as everyone knows loves to sling the ball so Pascal might get his fair share. Perfect thank you very much. Kenny you have been kind of an NFL genius so far this season so let me go over to you give us a stream of the week you have in mind. I don't know if I'd go genius, but all right. Thanks, Kenny. Andrew, going over to you. And what do you I'm just kidding, Kenny. I'm just kidding. So, Wait, no, no, let's go over to Andrew. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Andrew, I mean Kenny, who you got? You know, if you really wanted to go boomer bust this week, 
Brett Rippin at QB for the Denver Broncos this week. They're playing the Jets. Yeah. They're playing the Jets. If you're in a league where maybe one of your QBs is out, I mean, we play multiple two QB leagues. I know that. So if you had to start a QB this week on the waivers and you're looking at like a Haskins or something, why not take a shot on him? Like he, he could legitimately put up points against the awful New York Jets. That's Compl- my only one. Completely agree. Will, Will has chimed in. He said Greg Ward. If he, Greg Ward is out there, he's going to be the de facto number one in Philly. Cool. Andrew, you don't want anything to do with Philly. Talk to us a little bit about what your stream of the week is. Forget Philly. Anyways, I think my stream <laughs> of the week kind of goes with a lot of what everybody else is saying. Uh, I like Nick Foles as a pickup for sure. He should be available in most leagues. Uh, he looked super confident uh, in the fourth quarter-ish. The third, I was a little little questionable what's going on there. But uh, one other lock that I have is a tight end, and I know he's probably available on everybody's waiver wire. I picked him up this week in a couple of my leagues. But uh, Jimmy Graham has looked surprisingly good as an end zone threat. He's got reliable hands this year. He looks confident. He's had two 20-plus games. So, I don't know. I like Jimmy Graham's team. I like Jimmy Graham as well. I, Dre hates every single thing that you just said, and I'm going to Dre next because his entire, his entire demeanor was like, oh, what is he talking about? Dre, I know you hate – I said Nick Foles would break out at the quarter mark of the season, and, and all of a sudden, whoa, there is Nick Foles. So talk to me a little bit, Dre. Who is your stream of the week, and why do you hate Nick Foles so much? So I'm guessing we fast-forwarded to terrible takes because those were some oh terrible takes. <laughs> It makes you feel any better, Dre. I picked up Alan Lazard in my league. <laughs> I dropped MVS, but go ahead. Give us your stream of the week, Drake. All right. Uh, I've got uh, two rookies, and I've got two tight ends. All right. Obviously not Jimmy Graham, but uh, I really like I really like this kid from the Colts, uh, Cox. Uh, he's becoming uh, Rivers' go-to guy for some reason, and uh, I think he's already uh, – past uh, Doyle on the depth chart. So I think he's going to have a great uh, couple of games. I've actually and... heard uh, Steve actually loves Cox too. <laughs> yeah. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> Mo, Mo Alley Cox, everyone. <laughs> See, he had, he had no comment on that because he really enjoyed it. <laughs> he was left in the chat. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything anymore, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> go just away. Mo Alley Cox nest for Dre's stream of the week. If you haven't gone over there, go pick him up. Um, my stream of the week is whoever's running in the backfield for Seattle this week. If it's going to be Chris Carson, obviously that's not a great stream because you can't get him. But Carlos Hyde, if he gets the start, he's going to be a monster because he'll be the only option there. And then if both of them are out, that gives you an option. I think Thurman comes off of the practice squad or comes or gets brought up. So that'd be somebody that keep your eyes on. And, um, and so that would be my stream. Obviously, um, if, you, if you're really desperate at wide receiver, John Brown may be out for the Bills this week in a very high-scoring affair. So you could see Cole Beasley have a big week. He'll at least have nine, nine to 11 targets because really there's nobody else to throw to on the outside. So, And he comes in from the slot, which is Josh Allen's bread and butter. So um, he had a big week last week, so expect that to get bigger. Um, Steve, I see you're back. I didn't want to call on you if we had lost you. You look, you look a little frozen, though. Uh, do you have a stream of the week? Dead. 
He is cockshot. Did I, did I break him? <laughs> there he is. Steve, you have a you have a pick of the week, stream of the week. Um, you actually took the one I was gonna say right before me. Sorry, my say is horrible. Yeah, I was gonna say Cole Beasley. Oh, you're you're perfectly fine. Yeah, I think Cole Beasley's pretty solid, especially for a Bills offense has been clicking. And I heard Zach Moss is gonna be coming back too, which makes it even better because they'll be stacking the box. It's just get Cole out there. So Go find those guys out there. We've given you plenty of names to choose from. That's going to wrap up our fantasy football segment. Take us into the NFL. We're going to talk about some news headlines with some of these teams as we talk pick them. Uh, but, Paul, tell us who this segment was brought to us by. It's brought to you by My Cigar Life. Uh, you can check out their website, mybestcigarlife.com. Uh, enter the code MYBESTCIGARLIFE in all caps. You get $10 off your first order. Uh, they have everything from humidors, uh, uh premium cigars accessories lighters whatever you need um we just did a big giveaway with uh andrew's pod so um check them out uh they're going to be sponsoring us the whole year awesome we'll have the big winners announcement in round two let's go ahead and get the advertisement in and we'll hear you right after before we start round two on the sport jeans into the lap podcast we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the rio grande valley check out triple double basketball academy one of the premier programs in texas located at the center of the rgv in harlingen texas find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques proper shooting forms learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.tripledoublebasketballacademy.org. Triple Double Basketball Academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. Round 2. Weekly Pick'em and Game Outlooks. The bell. All right, that is the bell, and round two is upon us. We're going to go into our NFL primetime picks, but first let's start with the announcement of our Madden 21 winner, and that is going to Del Powell, Labster Del Powell. Thank you so much for being a listener and commenting and being a part of the show. You will be getting that, that uh, copy of Madden 21. Uh, reach out to us and DM um, on Facebook. That is where uh, you had commented. Uh, also, the $25 gift card is won by Brian Silva, Labster Brian Silva. No relation to me, I promise. Um, <laughs> sure. I have no relation. It's not yeah. my secret account. So Brian and Dell, reach out to us on Facebook Messenger, and then we'll get the details sorted out to get you those items. So congratulations, guy. Thank you. Let's talk about primetime picks. This is what we've all been waiting for. Everybody's waiting and watching. So our primetime pick starts with Jets biggest game of the week which is denver versus new york um and i do believe that thursday night football summary will be given to us by just paul yeah boys we got us a real barn burner going on we got <laughs> brett Rippin versus sam darnold and the mad genius himself adam gase what a shit show um <laughs> but the the broncos are decimated with injuries right now um that they've lost their starting quarterback, they lost their stud wide receiver. Um, the Jets have just been a mess of who knows what. Um, and I, I really don't know what to expect from this game, honestly. Um, I would imagine the under probably looks good. Um, 
I, I don't know, boys. I, I, there's not much to say about it, honestly. I mean, Melvin Gordon's looked good for him, at least. Uh, that was a good pickup for them. Uh, Lindsey may or may not start, so keep an eye on that. Uh, but besides that, uh, Crowder's uh, also questionable still, but uh, could go this week for them. Um, that would be big for him um, and for fantasy lineups because that's the only person the Jets have to throw the ball to. Uh, Lev Bell's still out. No lie. So that's where we are. Yeah. So with all that being said, Paul, I'm going to start with you since you brought in the summary of the game. Who are you picking? And uh, I believe the Jets are favored by one point right now in Vegas. So with a, with a one-point uh, favorite for the Jets, who are you going with in this game? I'm going with the Broncos. Uh, I, I I like them at the beginning of the year. I think they're a solid team. Um, and I just can't take – I can't do Adam Gase. I just can't. He He's a terrible coach. If it wasn't for Bill O'Brien, he'd be my number one hit man. But Bill O'Brien still takes the fucking cake. So, Adam Gase is right on number two on the shit list. It's very true. A lot of fan bases feel the same way. Andrew, newbie, let's hear it. Who do you have, Denver or New York? Oh, baby, the burner, the burner of the week. Uh, I'm going to go – this is such a shit take, but I'm going to go with the Jets. If Jamison Crowder comes into the lineup, I'd like to see them play at least one fucking win this year. I think Denver's defense is just decimated back there. Uh, if ever was a time for Sam Donald to look like a first-round pick and not a first-round bum, this would be absolutely the game to do so with a weak secondary. Yep, that's a great take. Davis, going over to you. Dan Orlovsky said his 0-16 Lions could beat the Jets 16 times. <laughs> I agree with him. Okay, Adam Gase is going to be gone by Friday if they lose. Uh, give me the Broncos. Broncos with Davis Jet. Well, you've got to hurt Sutton. You've got to hurt Locke. Both of your top corners are out. I mean – I don't know how you pick Denver. You just can't. I understand that the Jets suck, but at least they have some guys that are kind of okay and kind of healthy. Broncos, a third of their roster is dead right now. That's just a fact, and it's tough to come back from. So I'm going Jets. All right. So Jets going Jets. That's no surprise to me. Steve, who do you have in this game? I don't know how you pick the Jets. I just don't. <laughs> Because how do you ever pick the Jets? It's the Adam Gase coach team. It's, it's, it's the Jets, and I can't wait to see what different way to suck they find this week. Steve, Steve, I look at it this way. If I pick the Jets and the Broncos win, I'm going to feel so dumb. But if I pick the Broncos and the Jets win, it's going to be like, oh, okay, the Broncos just have so many injuries that they can't win. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's good logic, Dave. You're saving face. You're saving face. I get that. I get that. Kenny, what about you? That's a losing mentality, and that's why you're sitting in second place right now. Because I'm all in on the Jets, baby. Wow. Let's go. Well, that's uh, how you tie up to pick them. It is honestly – I have no idea what Brett Rippon's actually going to do in this game. I think <laughs> I said earlier this week that I would pick them if Driscoll was playing. Uh, but with the question mark there, I mean – I'm going with the Jets. Am I confident in it? Not even remotely, but I'm not trusting Dan Orlovsky, the, you know, stud quarterback that he is to, to give us that prediction. So uh, I'm rolling with the Jets. Dre, I, you're still on my screen. So who do you have in this game? 
Snoozer. <laughs> you ain't shit. Uh, well, I don't really care about this game, so I'm just going to do the opposite of Steve like I always do, so I'm going to take the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know what? It would only make sense if this goes completely four and four, so I'm going to pick the Broncos in this game because the Jets are absolutely terrible, but I have Jamison Crowder in almost every fantasy league, so I hope it goes off, but they lose. I mean, that's probably my take for this game. And I'll only be watching it because it's the only game of the night. Um, but Sam Darnold's been seeing ghosts in every game apparently this year. And so I can't trust him to say he's going to win a game. And who would have thought stud wide receiver Robbie Anderson was being held back by Sam Darnold? I mean, that's that's a true statement now. I, I, I mean, that's terrible. It's terrible. So um, if Le'Veon Bell was playing, I might get swing it the other way because then you have a stud in Le'Veon Bell um, back there. But Melvin Gordon controlling the ground game. Um, Jerry Judy is still a fantastic re receiver. I think he can make any quarterback look good for a little while. A couple of drives by that could be a 14-10 game, could be a 14-13 game, but I'm taking the Broncos to win this game. Um, and so that would put us at four and four for the first pick. So obviously this is not one of those games we say, go put all your money on for Thursday night. Tomorrow's a day where you go and watch football for fun. You don't go out there and spend a fortune. You'd have more fun not watching football tomorrow. Yeah, I guess that's true. Go watch, go watch some go, playoff go watch baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go watch some baseball. You put money on this game. You need to get a CAT scan immediately. Yeah, this is not smart for you to put, but this is where um, I expect Mark to put in that big daddy moment, the goddamn Jets, so that we can hear that and then we can move on. So let, let's talk Let's talk Cleveland-Dallas. That's the next game I have on the docket here, the noon game on Sunday that we're featuring Dallas, four-and-a-half-point favorites. How's that prime half, time? Prime time, come on. Four-and-a-half-point favorites. That is primetime football. Browns have a winning record for the first time since 2011 going up against the Dallas Cowboys who don't have a secondary, so they might make Baker Mayfield look decent. So we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys a little bit. The offensive line is banged up. The secondary is banged up, but they still held in there with the Seattle Seahawks last week. Dallas has an offense that's up there in the upper echelon of, like we all thought, of the NFL. Um, the, the, the special team's just so questionable, and the defense is just absolutely terrible. Uh, although Alden Smith, the resurgence, looks fantastic. He just ran out of gas. Um, on the Cleveland Browns side, they have a bit of a cupcake schedule in the beginning of the year, um, but Baker's doing what he can with what he has. The offensive line still hasn't looked fantastic. It's still kind of decimating, and Odell is still trying to find his way. Um, I've seen Jarvis Landry now on four of eight league waiver wires, which is really sad to see that. Um, just kind of uh, all over the place for the Browns, but their defense is healthy. So let's talk this game. My pick is obviously Dallas. Dallas with the points. I do believe they are going to win. Uh, this game, I don't, I don't have any confidence in the Browns. I do, I do think Dallas uh, will handle the Browns. I, and the, and I'll just put it out there: the next five games, in my opinion, are going to be cupcake games for the Dallas Cowboys. Besides the Cardinals, I know somebody's going to look it up and say you think Cardinals are cupcake. No, that will be a game. But they have a very good chance of going five and zero. And we're talking a different spiel about the Cowboys after the next few weeks. Penny next, because I like the way he backs up my Dallas take. Well, yeah, Dallas is going to win, but it has nothing to do with Dallas being incredible. Their defense has been horrid this year. I just don't have faith in Baker Mayfield really tearing it up against us. I think they're they're going to try and pound the rock. They're going to go to, to hunt and chub a lot. Um, I'm going to pick Dallas to win this game, but I do think it's going to be fairly close. 
they'll pull away late, but Cleveland will give them a, an okay game. Perfect. Davis, going over to you. Baker Mayfield is going to make the Cowboys defense look good, okay? Uh, I've never <laughs> been a big believer of Baker Mayfield just because I've been an Oklahoma State fan for my whole life. Um, but I, I absolutely – Oh, sorry, Kenny. You live in Canada. Anyways, um, uh, I, I do think the Cowboys will win by a wide margin just because the Cowboys have a high-powered offense and the Browns don't. Perfect. Andrew, going over to you for your non-biased take. Well, I can tell you right now that if Zeke drops five more fucking passes out of the backfield, <laughs> it's going to be a cool Zeke. Um, I like I like the Cowboys in this game, obviously, but I don't think it's going to be as big as you think it is. I think it's going to be a touchdown game. Uh, I think Baker's looked okay in the last three games. I think Dak's looked great. Um, people criticize this guy. I think he's a gamer. Um, the only thing I would say right now that could make the Cowboys lose is, as you stated, our secondary is so fucking bad right now and so decimated with injuries. It's awful. Like, Anthony – like, Brown is okay. Lewis, meh. Awuzie, when he's out there, I never know what he's doing out there. He's just like Jackie Moon. He's like a – just fucking doesn't know what he's doing. He's just there for a good time, it seems, most of the time. Uh, I, I think Van Der Esch, obviously those injuries hurt with Sean Lee being out till week seven. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I ultimately think the Cowboys, yeah, will win by a touchdown. I think CeeDee Lamb's clicking now, which is – should be scary to think that Cooper and Gallup are also clicking pretty damn well. But like I said, if Zeke doesn't have a, a – if he has another 30-yard game and five fucking drop passes, this could be a long night for Dallas. Yep, I it's agree with you, Andrew. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard. It's hard to beat any team when your you're running back is kind of out of sorts because Zeke did not look like Zeke in Seattle. Jet, going over to you, how do you feel about this game? Well, you know how they always say when it comes to quarterbacks like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, that sort of thing. The key to success against those quarterbacks is you have to keep them off of the uh, off of the turf. Well, that's going to be a bit of an issue here. I don't know that they're like Cleveland is ever going to have a lead, and if they do, they're going to have to run the ball a ton. If they don't, they're going to get blown out because Dak is dropping absolute dimes right now. And Kenny knows how much it pains me to admit that. But it's, <laughs> it's facts. Uh, they, they can come back from any lead. And I just want to pose the question, can Baker do the same? That's a good point. Definitely That's a good not. point. That's Miles, MVP of the year, struggling in the beginning of this season. All right, Paul, going over to you. Who do you have in this game? Well... <laughs> I'm going to take your Cowboys because, like I told you, they're good enough to beat who they're supposed to beat, and they ain't going to beat anybody that's fucking worth a shit. I'm so tired of these guys with this fucking offense. Like, okay, it's going to be like the Browns. It's going to be like the Steelers were with Brown and Bell. They're going to score a ton of points, and they ain't going to win nothing with it. Like, they have to get this shit right. Like, they're not going to blow anybody out yet. You know why? Because they can't stop a nosebleed. You don't blow people out if you can't stop them. So I'm taking the Cowboys, but they're not covering. It'll be a field goal game. I want to just chime in and say that most of the drives that the Cowboys have started besides the Seattle game have just been either fumbles or terrible fucking special teams plays where their defense is literally starting on their own 40. You should get points. I get it. 
I get it, but you got to make a stop. You got to make a turnover. You have to do something. You can't be giving a thirty field goal, not a touchdown. Right, right, right. I yep. get what you're saying. Steve, you and Dre are left. I'm going to go with you first, though. Dallas or Cleveland? I have to take uh, the Cowboys as much as I know this brings Kenny joy. That pains me. Um, I, I say the Cowboys, I, I think it's going to be a close game because, like Paul said, Dallas can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, Big Rayfield may actually – I mean, OBJ should be able to get open against the secondary. Um, so, I, I think it'll be a close game, but I think Dallas's D-line is too good for uh, Cleveland's attempt at an offensive line. And I think Dallas's offense is better than Cleveland's offense. All right. Dre, round us up on this way with your friend, Coach McCarthy. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, uh, this is the game that you guys are going to start finally realizing how the Mike McCarthy offense works. So you're going to see a lot of Quinn Pollard. And uh, I think it's going to it's not going to be uh, um, a passing. Thing. I think it's, it's going to be, you know, um, time uh, management, throwing the ball kind of game, because that's supposed to be now the new offense, just running and running, Chubb and, and uh, uh, I forgot his name. Cream Hunt. Hey, have a good night. God bless. I'll be waiting for you. It's going to be a close game, and uh, it's going to be a field goal game. So I'm, I'm going to actually go with what Paul said. It's going to be a field goal game. So Cowboys win, but they don't cover. I'm very surprised you chose Cowboys. I'll be completely honest. It was hard to hear you for a little bit of that, but we got that, Dre. So let's switch to our game of the week, which is New England and Kansas City. That's going to be a fantastic game. Steve, if you're available to bring us in on this one, for your Patriots uh, going into Kansas City. Talk to us about this game. Kansas City, seven-point favorites. Um, I, everyone's going to think I'm crazy. I, I think this game is going to be a hell of a lot closer than everyone's giving it credit for. I think seven is a lot to lay. I know the Chiefs look very good. I'm not going to debate that. But I think you're also forgetting that these Chiefs are uh, – right now the Patriots are 2-1 against the Chiefs. Uh, since Mahomes has been there. Belichick has always had Andy Reid's number. They built that defense specifically to play against Kansas City. So it's not it's not Kansas City just runs up and down the field all night again. Um, David Andrews will not be playing this week. Uh, Gunnar Holzuski has been lifted from the practice squad for the Patriots. I know no one else besides me on this stream has any idea who he is. Uh, James White is back at practice today. Um, Prayers to him and his family. And uh, Dalton Keene is active, but he probably won't do anything this week. And I don't think uh, Chris Jones, I believe, was limited today at practice, uh, but he gave it a go with the groin. I, I expect him to play. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> so, Steve, give us your pick. Oh, Cam Newton, Bill Belichick all the way, baby. Steve you actually, you did, you I actually had to ask. Me to I had to that? ask. You know, I don't know. I had to, as a Cowboys fan, I understand you always pick your team, but I, I just had to ask. I'm going to go over to Paul. Paul, who do you have in this game? Uh, this could be real interesting. Um, that Ravens drive, the first drive, they get down inside the five and they stop running the ball. Um, New England with Cam can do the same things that uh, the Ravens can do. Um, so 
I, I imagine they're gonna we're gonna see a good bit of Cam running this week and try to you know keep them off the field. Um, but I think Zelaire is gonna be the difference this time around. Um, you know, they really haven't ever had a uh, uh, another dimension to their offense when they played New England. So I expect him to have you know a, a pretty big game uh, rushing and receiving. Uh, they got to get him involved in the game plan, but I'm not going to lay seven. I think there's kind of maybe a little bit Monday night letdown, and I'm going to take New England with the points, but Kansas City went out right. That's perfect. I actually have the exact same take. Kansas City wins, but they do not cover the spread um, because I think New England is going to be battling in this game because the dimension that Cam brings that Lamar was struggled with is that he can also get the ball out and be a little bit more creative with his experience. Um, so I expect Cam to be watching a lot of film and then bringing his own curve to the game. I do think Julian Edelman, a, a sneaky fantasy wide receiver, if you have him on your bench, I would play him. He's going to have a lot of catches in this game um, as a as the middle of the field may be gone, but those slot outs and those those easy seven, eight yards, that's all Edelman. That'll be there all day. So I expect Edelman to have a big game. Kansas City wins, but they do not cover. And, and just to make Steve happy, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a New England upset. Andrew. What do you I'm have? Going, I'm going with Steve, going to New England, man. I think that uh, 2015 Cam swag is back, and it's uh, it's contagious, man. He looks like he's having a lot of fun out there, and that's dangerous when your quarterback's loose like that. You saw the sidelines where he's doing the worm off the bench there, talking <laughs> about baby mama drama, I'm sure. But uh, anyways, he, uh, I, think, I think they have enough to do it. Uh, coming off a short week as well, Kansas City. Uh, Baltimore had a lot of drops. Uh, in that game, a couple end zone drops, which did not help out their, their circumstance. And uh, the one thing I've seen out of the Patriots, they seem to grab the ball quite well this year. So. Patriots. Nice. Kenny, you're up. You guys are being too nice to Steve. <laughs> no, no. Truthfully, this game is going to be close. Um, Belichick knows that they need to have the ball for probably 35 to 40 minutes in this game. And I think they're going to do that. They're going to do it well. If they have James White, Michelle, Burkhead, all those guys, I think they're, they're just going to throw a lot of different looks at them. Um, I'm going to pick Kansas City to win, but it, it does seem steep to be a, like a full touchdown in this game. Great. So I think it's going to be like a 24-21 type thing or something like that. I agree with everything until the end. I think it's going to be a lot higher. I think 34-31 is probably more of the range for the game. I think it's going to be high scoring. But the, uh, the final last year was 24-20. to 20. Uh, came down to a drop pass in the end zone by, uh, by New England. And I think both game. offenses are better and both defenses aren't as good. Yeah, I totally knew that when I made my prediction. I figured, Kenny, you're the guru. Jet, talk to us. Well, I think in close games like this one will probably be it usually comes down to the big men in front of the quarterbacks. And currently right now, the Kansas City Chiefs have the number one pass, pass protect. They've only allowed Mahomes to get sacked twice throughout this season. And if he's got all day to sling, that's going to be a big problem for New England. Do I think that Bill Belichick is the craftiest coach in the NFL? Absolutely. And he's going to find a way to keep his team in the game. But when you got an MVP like Patrick Mahomes back there, that is trouble, baby. So I'm going Kansas City. Gotcha. Davis. I have you on my screen. Talk to us. Um, I'm going to be short with this one. I think Chiefs win, Patriots cover. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is too much for uh, the Patriots defense. This will be a sweep, no cover pick if Dre goes New England or Kansas City not covering. Dre, are you breaking the tie on this one? You think Kansas City dominates? 
Yeah, I think you are you are all drinking uh, that uh, Steve's Kool Aid too much. <laughs> he does. He doesn't actually think the Chiefs are going to cover. He's just saying that because. Destroy the Patriots. Book it. Dre says, did book I, did it. Anyone the understand the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs will destroy the Patriots. Uh, book it. That's what his. Ernest, Ernest. Uh, the last time someone said book it on the show, the Jaguars lost to the Dolphins at the yeah. Ooh. Who, who picked oh, Miami man. in that game? Yeah, Kenny, we don't talk about the past on this show, oh, okay. but I am, I am getting an incoming transmission. Let's go ahead and see what the Steve Burner account had to say to New England Patriots. I am your general, Steve Reisner. I say the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl because they will sweep the Bills and they will beat the Chiefs and the Ravens in the playoffs and they will beat the Packers by a wide margin in the Super Bowl because we have the MVP, Cam Newton. Well, that one sounds more likely. That was that was actually quite nice. I think I think he drank a lot of the Kool Aid for New England. They're going to the Super Bowl, but I mean, so be it. Those are the only um, two you clips I Max got Kellerman from this today. Ma- I, Max, Max Kellerman, ESPN first take. The Patriots are a Super Bowl contender. I'm surprised you're uh, actually hey, quoting hey, Max, Max Kellerman. Max, Max, I know. I don't, now I don't the Max Kellerman fan. Yeah, <laughs> Max Kellerman, stud sports reporter. Steve apparently. Is a Max Kellerman man. Wow. Wow. We really need we really need to uh for this hacker to be on the weekly show. I'm I'm really digging this segment. I I am I need to know who it is because I got it from random email at gmail.com and they sent me these two clips. I I don't know how they, they obviously know me because they have my email. I don't know who it is. So we'll go over that later though. Let's let's zoom through these last two prime times and then we'll get to our rapid fire because these two games I feel we're all gonna agree. Philly travels to San Francisco. Sunday night football should be a doozy. San Francisco seven point favorites with their substitutes against the Philadelphia Eagles um, G League team, if you want to call them that. Um, I'll start this one off. I have San Fran covering this game. I don't think Carson Wentz and the train recover even through this this part of the season. Um, I also think we're going to get a lot more should Hurts be playing after this week as the Eagles will be 0-4, which I absolutely love. So I They're can't not wait, 0-4. Eagles fans. They're 0-3-1. Oh, that's right. They would be 0-3-1, even better. So uh, Foles wasn't there to win that game. Uh, what What about you, Kenny? How do you feel about the Eagles in San Fran? Well, when I give my prediction, I'm going to end up on terrible Twitter takes with Steve next week. <laughs> I don't know why I think that Philly's going to somehow win this football game because I can't stand the Eagles. And, like, there's just something about this game where everyone's written them off and it feels like a Carson Wentz day. So I'm going to pick Philly to win this game. I'm probably giving back points that you guys need when it comes to the pick But I'm going to take Philly in this one. Uh, I think Carson Wentz has a solid day. I'm mostly hoping for it in our guillotine league. So, you know, I'm trying to get some uh, good juju in the air. Um, I I didn't think Carson Wentz days existed. So, that's a new for me. Yeah, what's Carson Wentz day? You got to play a full year to have one of those. For a moment there, I thought you said Carson Wednesday. (laughs) 
So I was kind of excited because you were going to. I told you it's today. an unpopular opinion. I'm going to end up on Let's, terrible Twitter takes. Oh, don't the Eagles celebrate Carson Wednesday every day? Probably. No, Probably. I know. I know. Will I mean, Luke Stansfield right now is composing a tweet of why Carson Wentz is leading the MVP race. Absolutely. And Will's saying, let's go Eagles. Don't forget our tie earnest. So Will is obviously all about the Eagles right now. So I'm glad he's excited about his I was talking to Will earlier, so that's probably why. That's got to be it. Andrew, you're on my screen next. How do you feel about this game? San Fran by a million because (laughs) the Eagles are fucking terrible. Anybody with a right mind that watches football. Sorry, Kenny. Uh, knows that the Eagles are dog trash right now. That's a nice, polite way of putting it for the folks that are watching. But they are so banged up. Carson Wentz should be worried about his job right now. That's it. Everybody laughed when Jalen Hurts got drafted. This is why you drafted Jalen Hurts for this specific reason, because this is a shit division. They've looked even worse. They should be competing right now for the one spot. And uh, you can't sell me on Philly winning anything. San Francisco's look good. doesn't matter who you put his running back. McKinnon went off last week. They get the easy touchdowns. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm going with, I'm going with San Fran. Jet, let's get some more diversity of thought here. Who do you have in this game? We got our first mute. Yeah. First mute. First mute. Hey, I did it. Uh, first of all, I want everybody to backtrack a little on the whole Eagles being shitty thing. It is far more about injuries than people understand. Their pass block has had so many injuries, man. It's like, what do you do? Carson Wentz has been in the dirt 11 times already. And when you're getting pressured like that, that's how you end up having two, two turnovers per game. It's just, it is what it is. It's a tough spot to be in. Um, but I'm going to take San Francisco and it's because we're going to have another example of why Frank Reich was actually the genius in Philadelphia and not Doug Peterson and Kyle Shanahan's just going to take him to school. Absolutely agree with everything you just said, Jed, except for the fact that getting knocked down also means you have more turnovers. Russell Wilson also leads the league in getting knocked down. Davis, how do you feel about this game? Um, if the Eagles, cannot even beat the Bengals, then the 49ers are going to blow the Eagles out. I don't know what Kenny's smoking on. Kenny's got that big parlay he's thinking about. But I'm, I'm okay with oh, yeah, that, Kenny. Totally got to put it in the universe as much as you can. But I take it with a grain of salt because the last time everyone picked other than Kenny, Kenny's picked one. So That's true. That's true. So I guess everybody has Kenny to pick San Fran. Steve, yes. what do you have for this Kenny one? Die, Eagles die. Go San Fran. Steve goes with this 49ers pick. Paul. I want you guys to explain to me how a coach goes from (laughs) running a Philly special on the goal line in the Super Bowl on fourth down to fucking punting for a tie against Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Shoot yourself in the face, Doug Peterson. San Francisco. I believe Dre stepped away for his usual only three primetime pick lineup, so we will skip Dre and go to our final (laughs) game of primetime. Let's talk Atlanta visiting Green Bay. Green Bay, another touchdown favorite, seven-point favorites at home. I have chosen Green Bay for this game, Monday Night Football. Do I have somebody leading us on this one? Yes. Davis, bring us in. Um, The Packers, uh, Devontae Adams is still questionable. I don't know what the injury says. It doesn't say anything. Um, that's pretty much all it for the, the Packers on their injury list. Uh, you still got Julio Jones, uh, Russell Gage, 
Young Hoku is doubtful for the game, their kicker, who missed missed in the Young dome. Young Yeah, he probably won't play. That guy's going to be out he for missed, a while. He missed in the dome last week. Um, <laughs> Just a note. <laughs> uh, I do have the Packers winning by at least two or three touchdowns because the Falcons should look at it this way. If they let the Packers get up by two or three touchdowns, they don't have to worry about the Packers coming back and beating them. So – Here's another coach that we have no idea why he's coaching in this league. Uh, Dan Snyder, be thankful you still have a job. Somebody loves you in that ownership booth. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Sorry, Dan Quinn. Uh, Dan Snyder. Uh, switching. Switching. Sorry, not, not. Uh, but, but, yeah, so Dan Quinn, you're lucky you have a job. Uh, Jet, you're on my screen because you were laughing. So let's talk about Green Bay and Atlanta. Who do you have in this game? Well, uh, normally going into games, Atlanta has one advantage in that their passing game is better than the other teams, but they don't have that this time. So they're literally worse at everything than the Packers, and they're going to lose by a lot. Yep, that's a good take right there. Steve? Um, I hate doing this, but I have to take the Packers in a, by a landslide. I, <laughs> I, I think the Falcons suck, and I think the Packers are pretty good. Dre, I'm going to go over to you since you're back. I'm not going to let you just have three picks in prime time. Who do you have in this game? Are we allowed to do a replay of that, of, of, of uh, Steve's take? No, that audio has been deleted already. <laughs> Dre, I'm guessing you got Green Bay. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Miles is not here for him to also say some – some value. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what is this? Miles doesn't come on the show when the Falcons are bad. Uh, yeah. No. Miles, you're getting called out. Miles, that put up the bad six. Where are you, buddy? I mean, they're they're all in threes. Not here to defend them. Ah, man. Hey, the Bengals have a better record than the Falcons right now. That's just the thing to. Thing <laughs> no to show know. like it. I mean, Miles so is, do the Eagles actually. Miles is a no show like the Falcons in the fourth quarter. So I'm gonna take you as a Green Bay pick there, Dre. Huh? I recall Miles saying his Falcons were going to pretty much make it to the Super Bowl because they had an incredible draft and an incredible offseason and his super tight end free agent pickup. And Oh, yeah, Hay- Hayden Hurst, tight end one. Uh, Todd, Todd Gurley, they, they, uh, back season. They had like 10 of 11 offensive starters that were former first rounds. That's why they're former first rounds because none of them play like a first round pick. Yep. Summarize this take. Paging Miles, we need your input. Andrew, who do you have, Green Bay or Atlanta? A couple weeks ago, I saw Kenny take the Dolphins when no one else wanted to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons. Only one specific reason why I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons. And that reason being is that I think right now you look at that organization, I don't think they've offensively looked terrible. They haven't. They have some good depth. Kelvin Ridley's played well. Gage has stepped in when Julio went out and played pretty decently. Um, I, I like Hurst as a tight end. They don't look shitty like everybody is saying. They've had some defensive mislaps, yes. Devontae Adams being questionable again this week, I don't like all that much. Again, you just said you dropped MBS. Uh, Lazard has been great. Jones is great. But I do think with Dan Quinn trying to fight for his job and prove to everybody that these fucking terrible fourth-quarter losses that he's been having – aren't his fault all the time i think they'll win but it's like by a field goal he's not gonna have a fourth quarter loss this time he's gonna have 
the first quarter loss, okay? They're going to go down 21 nothing. Might not even still be the coach in the fourth quarter. I can't quarter. wait to look back yeah. on this segment and watch the video clips Mark makes from all of our faces to see how we react and then see maybe Atlanta being up 21-0 so you can say I told you guys. But I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> all right, Paul, going over to you. Play the over in this game. Take the over. The Packers are going to score in the mid to upper 30s, and the Falcons are going to get theirs. Take the over in this game. The Packers win and cover this game. I, 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 I don't care about, you know, oh, it's not Dan, Dan Quinn's fault, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a mental thing now. It's, it's, it's in their minds. Agreed. And, you know, it, it, the Packers are just going to take care of it business here. Kenny, wrap us up. What do you got for this game? Can't believe I got shredded by Andrew so badly on that last one and then had him turn around and do the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. You really starting so, to like Andrew. So Daniel Snyquin is not going to have a job after this week. And it's because he's going to get absolutely shit on by Aaron Rodgers. So Green Bay by a mile. Green Bay will have fifty points. And for the record, I, Ken, I was on your side, yeah, man. Wow. And you just, I shit on you. Come on now. Yeah, I, I think it's like a bunch what, of monkeys throwing shit at each other at this point. That I know what, nothing what, about football. I didn't say that. I think I believe Jack yes, said you that. Did. I also you did. No, I heard it. You did. You did. I heard it. I said, All right, you turned around Whoa. and did that. I that wraps up our primetime pick, and we're gonna go round three. Our rapid fire picks. We hit 14 minutes the first time. We're gonna do it again. All right, this segment was brought to you by the wonderful and fabulous Takito Express, where you can get all-you-can-eat tacos for $7.99. Mention ITO, get 10% off. A wonderful company down in Brownsville, Texas. All right, guys, last ad, last round. Let's go through these picks right after this commercial break. Welcome to Alamo City. Or is it the military city? Or is it the Riverwalk City? What in the world do you call San Antonio? You can find all the greatest and latest information on SATX Rated, proud sponsor of the Into the Lab podcast, and a big partner when it comes to finding your way around San Antonio, Texas. Go find SATX Rated on all major social platforms. Follow them, like them, share them. They're here for you. SATX Rated, find out what San Antonio is made of. Round three, what's cooking in the lab? That's the bell. Round three is our prime time, or I'm sorry, our fire round picks. We're going to go right through these. Let's go. Give me who you pick to win this game. Spreads do not matter. Indy goes to Chicago. Two and a half point favorites are the Colts. Andrew, you got first one on this one. Chicago. Chicago for Andrew. Dre. Dead. Fire, fire, fire. Wait, what was Fire. what was the pick again? Indy, Indy goes to Chicago. Indo Internet, sorry. Um, easy, Indy. Indy for 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 Dre. I am going Chicago. Paul. Indy. Steve. I'm going to go Indy. Jet. Oh, I'm going to go Phil Rivers fourth quarter interception. <laughs> Phil Rivers interceptions over one and a half. Over. Jet. Over. We'll have more. I should have guessed Davis. Who has a better quarterback? The Chicago Bears. Holy. 
big dick Nick. <laughs> we had to say it, hey, Jet. We had to who say has it. Who the Super Bowl, Jet? Tell me who has the Super Bowl. Kenny. Exactly. Frank, Frank Reich does. That's who. Indy. Indy for Kenny. We're going to round the corner and go Those right back to Kenny. specials in legal formation. Arizona, three-and-a-half-point favorites going to Carolina. Kenny. Arizona. Arizona for Kenny Davis. Arizona. Jet. Arizona. Steve. Zona. Paul. Cards. We have a, a sweet pick alert. Dre. Zona. Andrew, round us up here. Zona. Everybody goes Arizona. <laughs> Our first sweet pick of the night. Yeah. I do have to say D, D Hop is questionable. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's all right. They got Isabella. I just say that because he had a two-touchdown game. I mean, there's, there's no other reason to say that. All right, Chargers going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, seven-point favorite, starting with Dre. <clears throat> I'm a little <laughs> lost because Steve's not wearing orange, but uh... – <laughs> Grows up his whole equilibrium. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say Chargers, whatever. He's going Chargers, Paul. Give me the box. He is going Tampa Bay, Steve. <sighs> I'm going to go with the box. He's going, yeah. he's going Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay as well. I think it's going to be a good game. Jet. Uh, Tampa Bay, Gronkineers. Tampa Bay, Gronkineers, <laughs> Davis. Uh, give me the Bucks, but Justin Herbert bounced back. Taking the Bucks, Andrew. Eckler and Allen have huge weeks. Chargers. Wow, Charger picks there, Kenny. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay for Kenny Davis. You'll lead the first pick for the next one. Jacksonville visits Cincinnati. Cincinnati three-point favorites. I have picked the Bengals all three weeks. They've let me down, but they're not going to let me down this week, so give me the Bengals. Uh-oh. Bengals starting on the upset Minshew Mania pick. Jet. Oh, Minshew, baby. Let's go, Jacksonville. Minshew Mania for Jet. Steve. I our second to, feud I, of the I, night. I, I, oh, oh, we got you. We got you. That's our second one. That's our second no, one. No, what do you I got, Steve? Fuck off. <laughs> no. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no audio. We can hear you. We can hear you. He has no audio. Oh man, yeah, my, now my audio works. Okay, oh, Steve, yeah, who do you got? Uh, what was it? Cincinnati, right? Yeah, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. So I hate to pick against Minshew Mania, and I hate picking against the seventies born stash, but I am going with Joe Barr, Rookie of the Year, to take his first win. Cincinnati for Steve Paul. I'll just say, everybody at home, me and Jet know exactly what that look of Steve just gave is all about because we watched him do it for 45 fucking minutes trying to get us on Facebook Live. <laughs> but I'm going with the Jags. <laughs> Jackson move for Paul. I'm going with Davis and the Cincinnati Bagels. I pick Cincy to win this game. And Andrew, going to you. JB gets win number one. Bagels. Did Cincy not win last week? That was a tie. Oh, it was a tie. Man, I keep forgetting about that tie. God. Kenny. Cincy. And I, I don't know. I don't even have to ask. But, Dre, who do you have in this game? Minshew Mania. <laughs> I'm rolling with you, Dre. 
Every week. Every week. All right. Let's go to the next game. Baltimore Ravens, 13-point favorites on the road against Washington football team. Got it right, guys. And I will start this one off easily, Baltimore, for me. Let me just ask this very question. Anybody not picking Baltimore? Uh, no, I was, was going to take the Ravens over that football Steve. team. <laughs> Even if Lamar Jackson throws for 97 yards again, the Ravens are still going to win. That is our hey, second hey. sweet pick. Baltimore wins this game. Go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Take the Baltimore team total over this week. They explode. They're pissed <laughs> off, and they're going to run it up on Washington. Yeah, I feel bad for Washington. They're really going to get yeah, shit Yeah, t- take week. the Baltimore football team to win this week. <laughs> the Baltimore football team. This is the last game. Baltimore <laughs> FT will win this week. This is the last game that Haskins is the starting QB. So, All right, guys. Looks like we have breaking news. Leonard Fournette is out this week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so Rojo will be the starter. Just giving an update for all you fantasy-relevant people. New Orleans Saints, four-point favorites on the road visiting Detroit. This is my, this can be one of those shocking games of the week, so be careful with this one. I'm going to start this one off with Dre. Um, Quiver's not Detroit. That's who I'm taking. Okay, so Dre's going with New Orleans. Steve? Uh, I am going to take New Orleans, but uh, I don't feel too safe with this one at all. Like you said, I, I think this could be a trap game for New Orleans. It can be a trap game. I'm, I'm, I have my bases. I'm going with New Orleans as well, but I am putting it out there. I'm not confident with that pick. Paul? Uh, I feel the same way you guys do, but the, the Saints have to write the ship right now. They have to. Yeah, if, so. that's, if, if the Saints don't win this, press the panic button and press yeah. it hard. And, I, I'm, and I do my pick with the caveat Michael Thomas is playing Sunday. That's that's my – that is the only that's, – that's what goes with my pick. Uh, Jet – who that down there? Give me them Saints. Jet confident. Andrew. Don't trust the Saints. I like the Lions in this game. Andrew goes Detroit. Davis. Um, Michael Thomas did practice today. So, I'm going to go with the Saints just on that. Kenny. New Orleans. Wow. So, uh, you know, I was just thinking about it a moment ago because I, whenever I say Kenny's name, I think Kenny the Jet Smith, but we have two of those covered. We just need a guy that's named Smith or somebody that just goes by Smith so I can just go across and Kenny say, and the Jets? Kenny and the Jets. All right. So, Jets. That Seattle. should have been the name of your podcast. It should, it should be the name of all your fantasy football teams too. All right, Seattle, six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against Miami and the Beard. Kenny, I'm going to start with you on this one. <laughs> Seattle. Oh, that, that, I thought that was going to be a lot tougher for you. Davis. Uh, Seattle and the over is going to be tremendous. Let me go ahead and ask this question because I feel it's another one of those. Anybody yeah. not picking Seattle? Dre. <laughs> oh, Dre's not picking Seattle. Okay, Dre. So Dre's going oh. Miami here. Yeah, no, I was going to take Seattle, so Dre's taking Miami. Give us the logic, Dre. No, Jamal Adams is out, so it's just Seattle wins, but they don't cover Oh, okay. Okay, so you're picking Seattle to win, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Let's go Pittsburgh visiting Tennessee. Tennessee one-point favorites. This is one of those COVID games where, be careful, this may not be played and may not be counted for fantasy purposes, so watch those players. Um, Tennessee one-point favorites as of 5 p.m. at Caesars today. I'm going to go ahead and start this one with Paul. Well, you know how it goes. Uh, So... (laughs) I'm taking the Titans because you know how it rolls. 
That's right. Paul's going Tennessee with the mindset that Pittsburgh wins. So everything Paul says about Tennessee, I go opposite. I'm taking Pittsburgh Jet. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh's better at everything. Pittsburgh. Davis. Uh, Paul, wasn't that Chris Broken last week? Barely. Let's Bare, not bank okay. on that one. Yeah, let's not let, – that's like a fluke, right? Like they, mean, had, they had the Paul Juju. Minnesota had right. all Paul's Juju last right. week. Right. Paul, Paul so, so you want me to pick the Titans? Uh, I don't care. I just know that when I pick them, they do the exact opposite, and I need a, to be 4-0, Davis. So, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Titans right, win this I'm game. picking the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers. Davis goes with the jinx, goes with Pittsburgh. Andrew. Steelers. Dre. I'm taking uh, the mighty Titans. Dre's going with the jinx. Kenny. Am I allowed to pick COVID-19 as the winner of this game? You absolutely can. <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the Utah Jazz. No, uh, I'm going to go Kenny, with. I'm going to go with Pitt. Can you get? Please never do that again. Steve, round us up on this one. Uh, wait. So, do I have to give like my actual pick, or do I have to base it off of like if I want to jig someone? No, it's going to be your actual pick. Oh, uh, this is a close one. I'm going to. I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh. This is a close game. This is not a game I'm putting a lot of money into, guys. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you, if if they do play. Another game that's an if they do play, Minnesota and Houston. Houston, 0-3, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home against a team that's also 0-3, barely, thanks to Paul. I'm picking Houston, obviously, to win this game. I don't pick them to cover. I think both teams are trash. So let's go ahead and go down the risk. Although, let's be honest, this is probably the run for Houston to make the Super Bowl. This is the start. Dre, ask me when that starts. This is it. Uh, Paul, going with you next. Uh, Houston, but who would have thought one of these teams would be on four right now? I mean, yeah, no, really. no shit. So, Steve. Uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota, and then after the game, GM O'Brien will have a coach on uh, where, how long he should extend Coach O'Brien for. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I'm going uh, Watson and the boys in Houston. Agree. Dre. Easiest pick of the week, Houston. I agree with you, Dre. Jet. Yeah, with Hunter out and Barr out, that's just way too much uh, damage on the back end for the Vikes. So you got to go Houston here. Davis. The Ravens have had the toughest schedule for three games. I mean, not the Ravens, the the Texans. They absolutely Uh, have. I think the Texans blow the Vikings out. Well, Kenny. Minnesota. I knew you were going to go Minnesota. I knew it deep down. You're like the villain of ITL. Dude, he sounded like a Newman-type voice. (laughs) (laughs) Giants going to the Los Angeles Rams, 12-and-a-half-point favorites, according (laughs) to Caesars. I'm obviously picking the Rams. Let me go ahead and ask, anybody not picking the Rams on on the ITL board? He's picking the Los Angeles Browns. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's another unanimous pick. So that's going to be another sweep for ITL sports scientists. The Rams are a good play. I absolutely take the spread. There's not a lot of times I can say I absolutely agree with the spread, but this is one of those after what the Giants did to me last week. Last yeah. game, which I think is probably the best game to end on, Buffalo three-point favorites visiting Las Vegas. This is a game I spent a lot of time looking at. Um, and I'm going to give my pick last here. Andrew, your pick on Buffalo visiting Las Vegas. I think Buffalo secondary shuts down Waller again for a second week. Bills win. 
I think they cover. Buffalo is for Andrew's final pick. Dre. You know, I I would say uh, Bills Mafia, but this game's in L- in uh, Vegas, so um, I'm gonna take the Raiders. Raiders. I figure we're gonna be split on this, Paul. Yeah, when Kenny showed us a parlay, that it immediately just stuck out to me. I don't know why. I'm going Raiders. I, I, I have no good reason for it, honestly. Just they're in Vegas, and it just seems like they're going to have that momentum there uh, after that Saints win. So, so you gonna, want the Bills to win? No, I don't. <laughs> no, it's not the Jinx pick I, here. <laughs> oh, I mean, I do. I have them over nine wins, so, I mean, I need nine wins. But I, this one just seems weird. It just – when Kenny sent that parlay, it just like one of those feelings, like when you look at something and it just doesn't stand out. So it just stood out to me. Steve. Uh, I was kind of just up in the air on this. Uh, Paul just kind of swayed me. I, I am going to go with uh, Vegas. I, Vegas is a weird team to me. It's, it's so is Buffalo. They're so hot. They're due for a letdown. I know that sounds stupid, but that's a real thing in sports. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting if they can uh, lock down Waller. I'm going to go with Raiders. Jet. I think the Raiders are just a product of catching a New Orleans on uh, an injured MT week uh, because I think at the end of the year, we're going to look at the Raiders and go, oh, that was just a hot start. That was a bad team. Uh, They can't stop the run. And you got a quarterback in uh, Jake Allen. Yeah, that's his name. We're all full of names tonight. I can't just just yeah anyways uh that's throwing through the air like crazy and he can take off and they can't stop the run so you got i I think you gotta go buff perfect and uh next davis um the raiders are one and oh and their new uh death star never lost Um, never lost yes they keep the flame going but they'll be one and one after this week Give me Josh Allen, 400 yards, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Bills by a million. That's beautiful, Davis. Kenny. Paul's out here worried about my straight fire parlays. Give me the Bills in this one. Yeah. That's right. Bills in this one. I'm taking the Bills as well because Josh Allen is my fantasy quarterback and he deserves to have a 400 yard day and five touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) For the fourth straight week. For the, for the fourth straight week. Uh, no, uh, Buffalo, I think Buffalo defense is great. I actually agree with Jet. I think they just caught the Saints in a weird week after they came, at that, came after that big Tampa Bay win, and then they, they come into to Las Vegas, and, and we've all seen how the Saints have been after. So um, weird situation. I'm taking Buffalo. That's a split pick for us, four and four. So we started at four and four. We're going to end with four and four. Um, you know, we're commenting about the Minnesota Vikings and Houston Texans being 0 and 3, but – Really weird to see a Colts-Bears 3-0 and matchup as well in this week that both teams are, def- are undefeated. So just a weird start to the season. Um, that is, is our fire round picks, and that is brought to you by a longtime sponsor, SATX Rated, where if you're visiting the Alamo City, you want great swag, a great partner of the show for great sports items, SATX Rated. Go look them up on any, any social platform. Guys, that ends today's podcast episode. And like always, a huge thank you and a huge shout out to everybody who supports our show. We are streaming on multiple platforms. We're not only podcasts, but with these live videos. Um, we did decide to advertise a little bit last week. We got up to the 3,000 mark for impressions on just one video. And all of our advertising videos got us up even higher. Um, I don't have those specific numbers, but we are up there. So really excited about everything that we're doing here. 
Um, and sorry for the technical difficulties last week for the podcast episode. This week will be much better. Let me go ahead and get to the guy so we can end this episode. Um, for our regulars, I'll start you off with Kenny because he knows what to do. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on social media at shooters underscore pod. I uh, just dropped my 50th episode. It was the season finale of the Shooter Shoot Basketball podcast. I was fortunate enough to sit down with Antonio Williams, who's a former NBA scout. We had a great discussion about just basketball in general. If you're really into hoops, I highly recommend it, not just because I'm on it. It's mostly because of him. Um, but just really excited moving forward. Love the show, Ernest. Uh, once again, congrats on being a dad and uh, really looking forward to the rest of the season. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. And of course, if you follow my show, you know that Shooter Shoot is always being advertised through Into the Lab. So great partner of the show as well. Davis, how can the how can the Labsters find you? Uh, you can find me on all social platforms at ddog underscore 1123. I'm probably hopping on Twitch right after this. Uh, maybe if I if maybe Ernest or Kenny comes on, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Enticing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go Pokes, because they did beat the West Virginia Mountaineers. They will beat the Jayhawks. They will beat the Sooners, and they will beat the Longhorns. Take it easy there, Davis, with that last part. You can end on the Sooners. Right. We'll talk, we'll talk right. Halloween You're football right. later. We'll You're talk right. Halloween football later. Jet, tell, them, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, uh, uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. I got uh, at Frostbite Pod rolling. Um, me and my partner Harrison Brooks, we talk basketball, hockey, baseball, uh, basically anything. So, uh, yeah, check us out, and uh, we drop every Tuesday. Perfect, Andrew, another newbie. Talk to us about how the people can find you. Yeah, find me on Twitter at Andrew Kahn, K A U N. Follow me on Twitter there for all your updates. Uh, we also have a great Facebook page, which is uh, awesome. The Boomtown Pod, all things MMA. We just dropped a brand new podcast today, actually. Episode number six, talking about USD 253 and how awesome that was. Also, uh, we had a great giveaway courtesy of the Blue Collar Media Group. So thanks to those guys. Also living my best cigar life. Big shout out. Uh, our winner this week was Cole Smith, who uh, won an Israel Adesanya walkout t-shirt. So there you go. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And, and Dre, I'm going to let you sign off next. But what if I was thinking about if somebody wanted to ship something to Mexico, what group should they be using? <clears throat> That's odd. You should use the Porteo group. Texas, twenty-one years of experience, over twenty-five warehouses. They know their stuff. Hit them up, Porteo. Thank you, Dre. Thank you, and you can find Dre at Dre two one two four. He's got tons of stuff, great content, wrestling content as well. Our ITL commissioner. All right, Steve, you're the co-host of this show. You're the main guy. On the mic, talk to us a little bit about where people can find you. Um, most of you should know where to find me by now, uh, at Razna underscore Steven on Twitter. Um, I might be on other social media platforms if I can ever figure them out. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's pretty much uh, just Twitter for now. And uh, I got to get on to this South Park pandemic one-hour special here that I've had recorded <laughs> for me all night. Steve, <laughs> is this where you plug your uh, burner account that Dre's running? whoever's running the burner account thank you for that plug as well for giving us the the sound bites we want more so send more into me you have my email paul i'm going to give you the bcmg plug now yeah um guys check us out check all these podcasts out i listen to everyone every single week um it's great content coming out we've been fired with the gambling picks over at bcmg 
Uh, you can go bluecollarmg.com for all those latest updates. Uh, you guys that won the Madden and the gift card, either Facebook message Ernest and he'll get a hold of me or whatever, but I need your physical address. I'm not coming to your houses. <laughs> I'm not looking up anything. I need the address to send you stuff. Free stuff. Oh, hey, Ernest. Hey, me? Okay, guys. That, that's, it's, it's, I mean, it's logical there. Davis, were you going to say something? Uh, one more thing. <laughs> go, go check out my uh, newly updated Big 12 Week 3 rankings. Yes. Just came out on the BCMG uh, website. Go check that out. Great plug. And we'll include that in the comments, Davis. That way, if anybody's looking for it, they can have a straight link. Let me go ahead and end this off now, all right? So we appreciate what you guys have done, all you lapsters, for being a part of the show, being a part of our family as we continue to grow into season two. We'll have tons of trivia segments. We are opening up lapsters to pick them. So next week, we'll have our first lapster pick them segment where they will come on and give their picks. And if they win, they get a $25 gift card. So we are excited to have you guys on and being a part of the show more and more and more shout out to all of our podcasts that have have been on the show and are here on the show today because it's international podcast day. So congratulations to all y'all being a part of this family and being and growing Kenny again, a big congratulations to you on your 50th episode and your big, your big uh, interviews you've had in your first season. We continue to grow here at blue collar media. So follow us, be a part of the growth. You never know where we're going to be in the next couple of years. So everybody have a great night. Good luck with your picks. Right on. Thanks for having us on, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, bruh. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.